Hello boys and girls, this is story time with Auntie Beth. We'll be traveling at Angels on the Clouds to a country far away. Now open up your wings and let us fly through the clouds. Come on, let's go. Higher, higher, a little higher. Isn't this fun? Now let's descend. Down, down, here we are now. Great job. Let's get ready for a story. Boys and girls, I'm going to take you to the Layu River in Dominica, where we'll hear the story, The Baptizer. Boston Mark loved to preach. He loved telling stories about Jesus. He loved to go to church, especially when he was allowed to collect the offerings with the deacons. At school, the teacher dared not begin classes with prayer. From the upper right side of the class, you would hear, But Mr. Rudolph, how can we begin our math class without inviting the greatest mathematician? This is just preposterous. We cannot do anything without Jesus. Some of his teachers wished Boston Mac would remain at home or that he would keep his religion to himself. But Boston Mac did not care what others thought. His focus was to let the world know about Jesus and to change their lives. And if anyone went contrary to the Bible, Boston Mac would set that person straight. At home, the eight-year-old boy woke up early, earlier than anybody else, and began his private devotion. Then he would call the family to worship. There were times, especially on weekends, when dad told him to relax in his room because the rest of the family needed some extra time for rest and relaxation. No one was ready for church before Boston Mark. And the only reason he didn't arrive at church with, before his family was because, number one, he could not drive, and number two, he did not know how to prepare his breakfast. There was a third reason. Mother made it fundamentally clear that no one should call on her, disturb her, or wake her up while she took time to herself on weekend mornings. Boston Mac did once. He called mother. And oh, how he regretted. Because mother went back to her bed and did not prepare any breakfast that morning. Boston Mark went to corner and he prayed, Oh, Heavenly Father, the devil wants to sift mother as wheat like he was doing to Peter. But I'm praying for mother as you said you would pray for Peter. Jesus, let mother know that even if she's tired, she must not miss going to church, Lord. You would give her the strength, Heavenly Father. And Lord Mother did not give us breakfast this morning. That is abuse. Children need their food no matter what. Boston, 
I know you are praying to God, but you are not being fear. Mother does not leave us without breakfast on purpose. You are being mean to her. I'm sure God is not happy with your selfish prayer. Mother was out all night helping the neighbor who was sick. Is it that bad if she takes some time to sleep? We did not get our usual Sabbath breakfast. But there's food in the kitchen. Go make yourself a sandwich and stop being ignorant, man. Boston thought for a while. You are right, Flora. I am being mean to mommy. I'm going to make us a sandwich. And we're going to have church on the back porch. I will apologize to mommy when she wakes up. Flora agreed. And the two took their Bibles and they went to the back porch with the hymnals as well. And they started church. Flora read and explained the story of Moses and the burning bush. God talks to us in various ways. Imagine him calling Moses through a burning bush. A bush that did not burn. The flames were visible. But the bush did not disintegrate. He spoke and Moses heard him. God is speaking to every one of us. But sometimes we do not listen. Sometimes we want to play God. Mommy spent the night helping a sick neighbor. While we were fast asleep. Instead of being sorry for her. And for the neighbor. Some people are quarreling about breakfast. It is unfair to bring such a simple problem to God. Okay, Flora. Okay, Flora. I got your point. Move on. Do you stop Sister Porter, Flora? When she stands to reprimand people in church? Last week in the presence of all of us, she told Jenny she must cover up when coming to church. She even told Elder Bob his wife must help him to dress properly. Did you stop her? I understand. But let us move on. I already said I'm sorry for criticizing mommy. I will tell her what I did when she wakes up and is in a good mood. I will be listening. Do you know, Flora, <laughs> that sometimes you sound like Sister Porter? Listen to yourself. Okay, Baptizer, let us continue. Let's have church now. Praise the Lord. Boston opened his Bible and asked his congregation to turn to the book of Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. His congregation comprised of four boys, two girls from the neighborhood, Flora, Toby, an English toy spaniel, Josie, a Pekingese soldier, a Persian cat, Didi, with her brood of chickens, and half a dozen dolls of all sizes. Boston got up. Peter preached to the people, telling them, Repent! And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus, for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. 
the Bible went on to say, Then they were gladly received his word and were baptized. I have been preaching to you boys and girls for over a year now. I believe it's time for you to be baptized. Let us go to the pool and let us be baptized. Mustan put on Daddy's robe and marched to the pool. He stood up and he said, Come to the water and be baptized. No one came forward. So he held the two boys who were closest to him, forced them into the water. And while he exclaimed, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And he submerged them under the water, into the water. Gasping for breath, the boys jumped up and ran home. The girls had already disappeared. Satisfied that he had done what Jesus asked, Boston went to the house, changed his clothes, and sat quietly listening to gospel music. When dad came in, he said, Daddy, I baptized Joseph and Peter. Are you not proud of me? First of all, daddy said, how did you baptize them? Well, I preached to them about Peter in the book of Mark and asked them to come forward for baptism. When neither of them moved, father, I held them and I pushed them under the water in the pool and said just the words that pastor says when he baptizes people. Son, people cannot be forced into baptism. What you did was not right. The boys went under the water because you forced them. Jesus never forced anyone to accept him or to be baptized. I want you to apologize to the boys this afternoon. Let them know that you were wrong. Tell them that when they understand what baptism means, you all will be baptized together by the pastor. Do you understand, son? I know you mean well, but next time, talk to me first. Yes, Dad. Will you give us Bible study from now on? I will be on furlough as the baptizer until my baptism in the not-too-distant future. Thank you, Dad. Let me not go talk to Mommy and take you on some business. Boys and girls, we must be on fire for Jesus, but not must, must not overstep our boundaries. Boston Mark meant well, but went about it the wrong way. Let us seek adult advice before we trample into adult activities or behaviors. Jesus will give us the strength.